0: It sure is. So day three of the Australian Open getting underway this morning. Let's do an open update. Thanks to Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar is landing soon. Brett Phillips joins us on the line. Morning, BP. A lot to get through today, but let's start with yesterday. When we were chatting yesterday, there was a a little bit of a rumour swirling around that perhaps Novak Djokovic was ready to pull out. No dramas, though. He dispatched Roberto carbeas Bayena. So there's (laughs) nothing wrong with that hamstring.
1: No, he looked all right, uh, Matt. Obviously, we were keeping a very close eye. And look, the second set uh, certainly ramped up a bit. Uh, Bayana really dug in. I mean, these two have actually practiced quite a bit uh, when uh, Djokovic spends time in Spain, so he knew the Spaniard's game. And you sort of look at this guy; I think he could be certainly, you know, a top one hundred player. And he, you know, started throwing a couple of drop shots, and he had sort of Djokovic on the run. But yeah, it was pretty clinical from uh, Novak last night. It looked sound enough, obviously. You know, you didn't feel like he was going at absolute full tilt. I mean, these guys know how to pace themselves so well through seven matches of a slam. But, yeah, did what he did. First box uh, ticked, and obviously it'll just be a a continued watch for Novak over the next Mm. fortnight.
0: What about Andy Murray? He did what he does, which is fight deep and and go the distance. A five-set thriller against Berrettini, who's no pushover by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, he just keeps coming at them, Andy Murray.
1: That's it. Never underestimate the wily old fox. A 35 year old man. What a performance. It was the story of the day, really. I mean, you know, the standing ovation lasted some time on Rod Laver Arena. Uh, I think we even saw just a sm I think his lips moved. Ivan Lendl uh, just sitting there. <laughs> I don't know if we'd call it a grin or just a little smirk, but he was pretty happy. And Mum Judy, proud of her son that, you know, it was uh, four years ago, given a huge farewell. And he's Matteo Berrettini at the other end thinking, I'm 10 years younger, surely I can get my act together and do what I do best, the one-two punch, the big serve, the big forehand, but Andy just kept defending, and then he's so tactically smart. You know, whether he's hitting spots on serve, he just uses all corners of the court. He's always been a really intelligent tennis player, Murray, and yes, the body is, uh, you know, it's hanging by a thread. I think I heard that artificial hip sort of clicking at one stage, and it was the slowest walk back to the locker room you've seen. He could hardly get out of his chair to do the on-court interview, so... (laughs) Uh, that may benefit Tanasi Kokonakis who was in blistering form until his match got rained out last night. And He'll come back and close out uh, Fabio Fanini, who I'd, uh, uh, I'd, I don't like to use the word, uh, map, but he was absolutely tanking uh, last night, uh, Fabio. He didn't want to be there uh, with the rain coming in to Kia Arena. So, yeah, Kokonakis, uh looks good. He's got the eye of the tiger, a weary Murray in round two. Maybe a little run for Thanasi.
0: Yeah, I like the sound of that. Kim Birrell. So um, when we spoke yesterday, she was getting ready to play Kaya Kanepi, who's been around forever. And she comes from one set down to beat Kaya Kanepi in the Australian Open. What's What's the Kim Birrell story? Yeah, well, Kim, uh,
1: a Gold Coast girl, tennis family. I, I think the, the tennis, uh, uh, they have a tennis centre there on the Gold Coast. And, you know, like a lot, I mean, Queensland sort of reduced that production line of Hon, Cabrera, uh, Birrell. You know, they're training great conditions up at the NTC there in Brisbane. But Kim, you know, she made a third round back in 2019. In between, she had the really bad elbow injury, which kept her out for 12 to 18 months. So she sort of had the injury curse. But every time I've watched her, I thought, you are absolutely more than capable. And anyone you talk to in women's tennis will just tell you, if these girls could just get the self-belief that they actually uh, believe they can play at a higher level, not be just content with, hey, I want, a, I want a round at the Australian Open. How good's that? And raising the bar a little bit more and, and actually believing they can uh, take down these sort of players. And Kim just got into a beautiful ball-striking uh, mode yesterday, feeding off the pace. Because you know, she's just <laughs> hitting brutal returns at you all the time. Kim redirected. Fed off that pace, went to work, and that crowd on Kia Arena got in her pocket, and yeah, it was a brilliant performance. But we don't want her to be content with that, Matt.
0: Mm. I, I see some rain falling on uh, the Nine's uh, coverage this morning, and their reporters down there. So we might have one of those days where it's on and off. But I tell you what, we're going to have a huge day in terms of the Australians. So we've got six Aussies in action, three that will complete their round one matches, Kokonakis, Vukic and Purcell. But how's this for... What about Rinky Hijikata tonight against Sitsipas and John Millman today against the Neil Medvedev? I mean, they are two huge games at this early stage.
1: Yeah, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And, and throw in Jason Kubler uh, as well on John Kane Arena. So they're all going to be playing... They could be all playing at the same time tonight, which... Uh, Will be interesting. We'll flip around everywhere on the radio, and we might um, yeah start with uh, Koepka. I mean, being the highest ranked, and I think he's got the most winnable. I mean, he can he can beat Hutchinov. I mean, Hutchinov hasn't got a plan B. It's big serve, big forehand, and Jason just brings all the nuances uh, that are needed on the tennis court. Milman, I mean, how's he going to recover from two days ago? Medvedev, you know, can be in such a ruthless mood in the opening game and get an early break. So John will need to be on. And for Rinky, great opportunity. Uh, certainly, Pass the favourite. But if he brings that energy, they've rolled out the red carpet from Court 8 and said, you uh, young man have earned a spot inside Rod Laver Arena. And I think he's got the game that can you know, certainly trouble pass Took a set off Nadal at Flushing Meadows last year. And Olivia Kadecki will be out there, you know, weather permitting, later in the day. I wouldn't say it's a match she couldn't win against Marta Kostil, good player from Ukraine. And then, yeah, Kokonaka should sign off. Vukic and Purcell, yeah, matches delicately poised, Uh, depending on the weather, which we're told is going to hang around probably till about mid-afternoon, Matt, so it could be another long night.
0: Okay. Uh, Gee, it was good to see Ash Barty on court this morning hitting up with the First Nations (laughs) ball, kids. It was so great. It must be... It must be a weird but extraordinarily good feeling to come back to something that you've obviously know yeah. very well and won and last year, but have none of that pressure. It must be a really interesting time for Ash.
1: Yeah, what a what a, what a great part of her life. I mean, you know, she's pregnant. She's been uh, married in the last 12 months. So she signed off on one chapter of her life that she said, tennis will never define me. And I mean, she's still going to play a part. It was announced earlier this week that her, you know, her old coach Craig Tizer and another old coach in Jason Stoltenberg, who's sort of been pushed out of the uh, the TA in a sanctum, uh, are setting up this academy, you know, to really mentor and work with all the young girls trying to make their mark. And I mean, three, you know, incredible people to help mentor and steer you through your tennis development. So yeah, Ash is still going to have a connection to the game that she loves. But, uh, you know, she could make that choice just to avoid the lifestyle of being a tennis player. And if you can do that at 25,
0: hats off to you. Good luck. Yeah, good luck to you. Enjoy day three, mate. We'll speak again tomorrow. Thank you, Matt. Brett Phillips, you can catch all of the coverage later on this evening right here on the SEN network. And as BP said, they'll be dancing around tonight thanks to Kia, a pinnacle of engineering. The Kia EV6 GT is the most powerful Kia ever crafted. So they will be going all over the place because they'll be happening at the same time. And I don't think there's any doubt that weather will play a part on day three. So on centre court tonight, uh, Emma Raducanu against Coco Goff and then Pass against Rinki Hijikata. So that's the key matchup on centre court tonight on RLA. But we've got John Millman against Daniil Medvedev, Jason Kubler against Karen Khachanov-Khachanov, uh, Uh, the Russian player who obviously can't play underneath or under that flag for this tournament. Olivia Gadecki in action in round two today as well. And the three round one matches to be completed from yesterday because of their interruption from rain. Thanasi Kokonakis, Alexander Vukic and Max Purcell. So a big lineup of Australians. And Rafael Nadal will be on centre court later on this afternoon. So they'll get all through those. They'll have closed the roof this morning, no troubles. Uh, play getting underway in an hour and 20 minutes time or just over that. That's day three of the Australian Open. All righty, we need to take a break. We'll come back and I'll get through your texts and time for you to call as well. one 1170